Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. People are gay, Stephen. That's right. We're talking about the entire season of the OA. Stay with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, there it is, the beautiful violin music. Uh, welcome. We are talking about the Netflix show, The OA. We are talking about the entire season, all eight episodes. So be aware, this will be filled with spoilers. Um, I am Haley O'Connor. You can find me on Twitter, at Haley O'Connor. Um, and I want to get my panel introduced here. Hi, guys. I'm Sarah Serio. You can find me on Twitter, at Sarah Serio. That's Sarah with an H. Hi everybody, I'm Amanda Fields. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Runway Queen. All right, and I want to jump right into it because we're doing a whole series. There is a lot to talk about um, and a lot to, I think, theorize about. Um, but before we jump right into the first episode, I kind of wanted to ask, like, did you guys know, were you fans of Britt Marling before this? Or like, how did you find the show? I actually had not heard of her before, and I once I started watching it, I was amazed that I had never really heard of this amazing, talented actress. I just was driving around L.A., and luckily, uh, for those of you that live elsewhere, you might not realize the billboards in L.A. <laughs> are TV shows and movies mm -hmm. everywhere Super you useful, go. Super useful, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, instead of like a lawyer or a car dealership <laughs> or something like that. It's usually movies and TV shows. So I was driving up La Cienega, and I saw this amazing billboard with this woman walking down a street, the back of her with this dress, and she's in, like, a suburbia town. And I'm like, what is this? The OA. <laughs> I'm like, well, I've just got to watch it. So that's how I got drawn into it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, just like anyone, you have a great conversation with your hairdresser. <laughs> and my hairdresser was like, have you heard about the new Netflix show? And I was like, Stranger Things? <laughs> and she was like, no, the OA. And I was like, that's the name? I was like, that sounds very intriguing. And then I just checked it out one day and... Yeah, I was captivated right interesting, away. Interesting, interesting. I've been a really big Brit Marling fan actually before this, and I don't even know why because I don't see that many like indie movies, and all her stuff is pretty like, you know, indie micro budget stuff. But it's just been really successful in like film festivals and things, which I think is how she's gained this sort of popularity. Um, I love for her other stuff, and if you're a fan of this, I think you guys probably would too, just because it's all like sort of like out of left field kind of, you know indie sci-fi like with a weird twist they seem to like to do and it's her and her partner mm -hmm. um zal seem to work together on a lot of stuff and so they have worked together on a yeah, lot yeah um the east was a kind of bigger film that they did and like ellen page was in it and the guy from true blood the one of the vampire guys from that <laughs> okay. and we're in the east which is one of theirs which i didn't like as much but uh but um so they have had a couple bigger things but to me this is like their perfect production. Mm -hmm. Like, this is... We'll get into it, but I loved this show. <laughs> and was this also produced by Plan B? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt's production. Company. Yeah, it was. I saw okay. his name on mm-hmm. the. Uh, yeah. So that's that's yeah that's interesting and good to know. Mm-hmm. And they good on the, you, Brad. <laughs> yeah, they also produced the Tree of Life, so I thought there was some. Oh yeah. So maybe Brad Pitt together. is secretly deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he's a lot better than you think. Maybe not so secretly. Maybe it's not a secret. All right, no. fair enough. Okay, well, cool. Well, so just because it's kind of hard to know where to start on it this is. because it jumps around in time quite a lot and maybe, oh, yeah. who knows, in realities or dimensions. But So I just want to start us off at the first episode. Mm-hmm. It's called Homecoming, So and try to keep in mind when you don't know anything when you first see this episode. So, like, to me, I just thought this is going to be a regular story about this girl that was kidnapped and we're going to find out what happened to her and it was probably awful. (laughs) Like, you know? Well, the opening (laughs) sequence of this shaky iPhone video that was not even held lengthwise. (laughs) Right. Mm. Nice job, kid. It's it's (laughs) clearly done by, like, just a kid. just whatever, And I didn't know anything about the show at all. I just kind of went into it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It and I was like, oh no, is this going to be really creepy, yeah, like yeah. Blair Witch style? <laughs> and I, I was almost like, can I handle this show? So that was like initially very jarring to me, that little shaky video. Well, even yeah. going back and seeing it now, like, so you don't get any, there's like the kid's mom or whomever, like, is taking the video, is freaking out, like, oh no, don't look, or whatever. And the kid just whispers, she let go. And it's like, I actually very creepy like I don't think now I'm kind of trying to look into everything for like hidden meaning but I'm sure it wasn't it's just like a kid being a kid but now that like kind of haunts me that line right from the top that's what I found so intriguing was the little kid's voice in the video and was it even a kid in the car (laughs) or was it a voice that you hear just you're like oh what I don't know that's what originally got me and then I was like who takes their camera out so fast yeah, to capture he was ready. all of He this. was playing a game, you know, on his... Although I, I get the sense from the footage it was like a crappier flip phone maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. But, uh, iPhone 3. But I mean, good yeah. on him and good for yeah. putting yeah, it on YouTube reflexes. so yeah. her parents could find her. Yeah, totally good. So then, so then it takes us right into the hospital and like now it's much more telling, but the first thing she says when she wakes up is, did I flatline? And so now we're like, oh. Like, but first watching it we're like, Hmm. Don't think about it or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then her parents come to find her in the hospital. So that's my first point. Is kind of like her relationship with her, I guess, adoptive parents mm-hmm. is really weird. Very strange. I don't even know what to make of it, especially with her mom. It seems like really weird. She's hard on her mom through the whole thing. And I guess as the story develops, we know they medicated her and this and that. And certainly, being adopted has an effect on your relationship, I'm sure, but, like, it's weird with the mom. Am I the only one who no, thinks that? Okay. it's definitely <laughs> a little strange, and I think the mother and father um, that raised Prairie, the OA, um, they are significantly older than most parents right. of someone that age. So they're more of the age that her grandparents would be. Yeah. So there is a distance with that a little bit. Sure, but, I mean, um, they... But they put forth all their effort, and I love 
the conversation that she has with the OA when she's in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it is a little strange, and then I realize, well, she's had this trauma. They're back at the house. She's supposed to supervise her, so she has to sit there while she takes a bath. But then they talk, she has this conversation about when Prairie was a little girl, and she was learning how to walk with a cane, and she runs into yeah. a wall and splits her forehead open, and she says, that's when I knew you were my daughter. Because she could feel it, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering... Well, uh, even... even There's so many strange things uh, to me just about her parents picking her up from the hospital, which is, like, I didn't notice at the time, but now with context, seeing, like, they refer to themselves as her legal guardian. They don't say where her parents when they're, like, walking with mm-hmm. the, like, hospital person. Mm-hmm. And then they don't say anything when they go in the room, so she hasn't heard their voices, but I would assume, like everybody has a scent or whatever like she would know it was them she has to like feel her mom's face to know it's mom but maybe that's just a like dramatic setup but also it has been seven years it's been seven years and 11 days (laughs) 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 counting yeah Hmm. Uh, so maybe she didn't quite remember the scent sure and she's been through obviously a trauma of some kind yeah she she was blind and now she can see i know amazing grace so great great setup there that hooked me immediately like (sighs) she went missing blind and now she can see and it's a fact that like all the nurses and doctors at the hospital were just so um uncertain as to what the heck was happening Mm -hmm. yeah because they're like um she was blind when she went missing and now she can see and the nurse is like the nurse's face when she looks at the dad is like, what yeah, is yeah. going on? But it all makes sense now when she, like, the nurse is asking Prairie, like, about the marks on her. Mm-hmm. And at first, when I watched it for the first time, she was so, like, not about it. So you feel like something bad yeah, happened to totally her and she was traumatic. traumatized. Yeah. But, like, now watching it again, I see, like, why they're so important to her. Yeah. And that's what I... I enjoyed. Well, someone pointed out to me, too, that, like, the first um, nurse that she talks to as she, like, regains consciousness right at the top is named Alice, which is maybe, like, an Alice in Wonderland down the rabbit hole reference that someone pointed out because people are going deep. Uh, I appreciate that, though. I like that going deep because that's what we want. We want to, like, figure out all the hidden meanings and every... Maybe not so hidden, but that's so cool that her name is Alice. And I'm sure, like, writers don't assign names, like, at random. You know, they pick people's character names Mm -hmm. for a reason and everybody in the show has a load of names like so i'm sure there was a reason um and i i also thought it was interesting because my first thought when they were talking about scars on her back was like um either that she was beaten or that she had done some self-harm yeah Mm -hmm. that she had you know especially later in the episode and i know i'm skipping around but when she finds this bin of all of these mm-hmm. sharp yeah, objects yeah. in, an, like, in a desk. But I, I assume that, I mean, correct me, it's because they had a blind little kid in their house growing that's what up. That's I was thinking so they, they had gotta, to hide it. Yeah, keep but away like, all the weapons. But she, I don't know. I, um, yeah, they kind of keep you guessing in the first episode of, like, well, what happened to her? And did she harm herself? Was she abused and well and the scars particularly when we do find out about them scarring Mm -hmm. themselves is something that seems to be bothering a lot of fans like because they're so symmetrical and they're at a place on your back it might just be an artistic choice but like if you did it to yourself it would look 
much worse, not so designed, right. you know, not like so beautiful. hard to access that middle of your back spot yeah. or whatever. So and it's not like they could have oh, helped each other. Well, right, right, exactly. But we're not there yet. Yep. So, so interesting um, thought. I like. So, that. like immediately, and a big theme just in this first episode mm-hmm. is like she wants the internet. She wants to use a computer. So I think that's mm, that makes sense, right? Like she wants to check up on these people she forms this relationship with because even when her parents are walking in the uh, the ICU nurse it's like she tried to get to the computers in the ICU so we had to restrain her so like she's desperate mm-hmm. to use the internet which is interesting and I think I will pick up on that later but just keep in mind like right from the top she's trying to search and use the internet she can't obviously through most of this episode until mm-hmm. she meets Steve but however um I feel that she's a little too internet savvy because wouldn't she have like not used the internet all this time? Right. So That's even true. though she was used to the internet seven years ago, a lot has changed. And YouTube, sure, but there's still search. There were search engines in 2007 or whenever it's supposed to be 2010. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I just feel like she was so. It was so easy. She remembered it so easily. Well, and here's what's interesting that I think is a point I want to make later when we get there, but it's not clear to me that she can read written English if she's been blind all her life. And her keyboard at home is a Braille keyboard. Mm-hmm. I went back and looked, and obviously the computer had all those voice command things the on audio. for a blind. Right. Yeah. And uh, so it's not really clear that she ever, because she gained her sight during captivity, if we believe this... Um, and so it's not really clear that she would ever have learned to read English. That's right, because Steve actually was the one that started typing really quickly, and she was very excited about that when he hooked up the internet and she saw him typing, and she was like, oh. Yeah, and, and okay. We'll, well, we'll get we'll, to we'll Steve. Get, yeah, we'll get there. I can't help myself. I no, have to just but jump even, around. Even, uh, even I thought it's interesting. Steve is introduced in this episode, and it's actually my least favorite thing of the whole show, I think, was just... Steve's introduction is this sort of cringy teen sex scene, and to me it felt a little like, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm totally off, but like to me it felt like a little stilted, a little like networky dialogue yeah. of like, oh, I'm just using you to practice sex, and like, it totally didn't fit with the rest of the show to me, like, it just seemed like, that's how teens talk, or whatever. However, okay, the first time I saw it, I just thought, well, why is this? Why do we have to see so much? We can get <laughs> that they're having. We can yeah. get that they're having sex without looking at it. Yeah, However, yeah. looking at the first episode again, I love the shot of him because he is very angelic when he just walks to the window. Yeah, and it's, and it looks like a like he's almost a sculpture. Like the back of him, it just looks like. Um, I feel like the the sculptures. Um, I can't remember who did them. Maybe it was Michelangelo. Oh, like the Statue of David and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They were very much making a reference to that, I think. I think so. And I think maybe the, like, girl who didn't really care about him is maybe, like, a device for, like, look how sort of this is why he's such a misunderstood sort of bully type. It does set up his, like, you know, nobody gives a shit about you kind of, you know. So we get that. But I just, oh, I just didn't like just the dialogue felt like, oh, is this a CW show? Like, I'm tuned out. (laughs) Out of place, for sure. I feel like perhaps that was a scene that was changed a few times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. In there to begin with. I'm not sure, but it did feel a little bit, um, yes, like it it didn't fit in. It also yeah. started his story with his dad and like yeah, that's true. Everything that's true. So that was gonna come of 
that's the right. military okay. school so and such. That's right. There was it's some set up all reason for it. <laughs> for sure. Um, and then we get back to the OA has a video camera at her house, and it's really telling now on a rewatch that, like, she's making videos talking to Homer, sort of. And one of the things she says is, I think I made you up. Like, oh, did, yes. did she? <laughs> like, Homer, so, yes. like, what's true? What's definitely true? Homer's a real guy because there's a video on yeah. YouTube verifiable that he's a guy who got injured mm-hmm. in a sports accident, right? But and he was in a coma. Other than that, and he was in a coma, and she knew his name already, so probably he was there with her. Other than that, I'm not sure what else is really true. Like, yeah, she says there are moments where I think I made exactly. you up. Okay, mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. did you though? Did you the OA? <laughs> um, so I thought that was pretty telling. Um, and then her mom also does like plant the seed right at the top here that like she says, "Are you hearing voices again?" And they did medicate her as a little kid, and. I mean, for a lot of the setup, and even if you think she is crazy the whole time, it's sort of, like, symptomatic of schizophrenia. Like, it Mm -hmm. is sort of a real depiction of, like, I'm telling you this, I believe it to be true, even if it's not true, you know? It sort of is a realistic, like, could be that, and that's probably what her parents thought she had, so they put her on medication, you know? Yeah, and when her mom said that, she was like, no, I'm not hearing anything, and she seemed very frustrated by that. Yeah. And just kind of shut down and didn't want to continue on to the conversation but I do agree when you say that she was just medicated so anything that she would have said or would have thought up I can see how they might have thought twice to think is it true or is this all just something that she imagined in her mind and like read I think some books (laughs) maybe I don't know Um, I actually just watching it the first time I went with the story, and I wanted to believe everything that she mm-hmm. was saying was real. And so that, I mean, looking at it now, I can see that there were more signs saying, is yeah, they're it, setting is up it or stuff. isn't it? Right? They're giving you the, the clues of, like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I, I like to believe that it's all how you are seeing it and that it is what it is. Well, it's but funny to me, just this first episode... When they start, when she takes a total left turn at the end of this first episode and says, I was born in Russia, I was watching it with my fiancé, and we were both like, oh, well, this isn't true. Like, I don't know, it hadn't been set up at all, but, like, I didn't assume, because we don't know anything about her, but I assumed her parents were her biological parents, and I was like, we don't know anything. She didn't so, even have an accent. Yeah, there was no yeah. thing, no speaking Russian, so we were just like... For the whole, like, Russia sequence, we were just like, oh, this is her weird fantasy. But then as the show just kept going with it, I was like, oh, I guess she really is from Russia. And then it, like, looped me back. And then by the end, I was like, I don't know what's real. Steve even says, because they're all closing their eyes and they're listening (laughs) with her. And then she says, I was born in Russia in 1987. He goes, what? Yeah. What? Because he says what I love that he the writers say have him say what we are all. Yeah, thinking. he's us there. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> yes, Thank appreciate you. it. Well, yeah, I thought that was so. I didn't believe that my whole first through watching. I thought everything that happened in Russia is fake. Also, even her playing the violin. I'm not sure she's got a violin case in her room, and later they find a video of her playing violin on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But you don't see your face in it. It's just a blonde woman mm-hmm. playing violin in the subway, which is like, I'm sure there's hundreds of them. Yeah, <laughs> you know and what it's I like, mean? who was filming her from the back? Yeah, I know. But uh, someone someone online translated the Japanese of the like yeah, title, it and it just said, like, amazing blind violinist. But even still, I don't know. <laughs> like, we don't see her playing violin. It's very true. I was just true. so skeptical <sighs> about all of the Russia stuff 
laid uh-huh. out in episode one. I was just like, this none of this is real. It did take a sharp turn there. Yeah. Because you think you know what's happening. And then the credits rolled. That was like 57 <laughs> minutes in and they just did their like, and, Netflix. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they cut to uh, the shot overhead of the yeah. Russian town and then it says, the OA. And I'm like, what are, what yeah. show is this yeah. now? Yeah, what I had to check to see if it had like looped me to the next episode well, yeah. suddenly or like <laughs> like it's two in one. Yeah, yeah, I know. But no, that was good. Weird. I like that though. I like being put off. Like it's yeah. not mm-hmm. what I expect at all. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. And <laughs> I love that Netflix takes a risk on these kind of shows. Mm-hmm. Totally. And that it does take you somewhere dif- different than most shows might let you go. Totally. Yeah, well, we, we were, were just talking <laughs> right before we went on air. Sorry, go for it. No, no, no. We were just saying how, like, most networks wouldn't have taken the risk of this episode or mm-hmm. the whole entire series. So I do appreciate Netflix for allowing them to make this story yeah. come and to life. and you'd never... I mean, I think you'd never see this on network television. Oh, never. For a yeah. lot of reasons, but, like, even the episode lengths were sort of all over the place. Mm-hmm. One episode was like 30 minutes long and the rest were like around an, an hour. hour. Like, which yeah. I really like was just like, this is how much story there is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I liked that. I just liked it. I've never seen anything like it and I love that. I think that's the highest praise because we're kind of saturated with television right was, now. Wasn't it sort of like maybe episode five or six that was short? I feel yeah, like I think it, was it was towards six. the end. Yeah, yeah, it was very short. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> we have- well, Okay, yes. one other thing mm-hmm. from the first episode is they introduce some of our Crestwood Five people here, mm-hmm. and they show the chorus at the school, which it stuck out to me just at, at the initial watch through that it's really weird that a high school chorus is singing this Pearl Jam song, because it's like not super appropriate, and my high school certainly never would have done that. <laughs> Can't find a better man. Yeah, it's like not for high school kids. You sing like... I don't know. Amazing Grace. Yeah, However, like really unproblematic songs. <laughs> However, with the whole series of Glee, you can see that high school Glee clubs do venture out mm-hmm. and do I different feel like types of songs. <laughs> Maybe, nothing they did in Glee would have ever happened at my high school. <laughs> I do love that show. I'm a Glee. Uh, anyway, uh, but I think that I mean, it, it's could, it so, could have been just something that they were working on mm-hmm. and it wasn't necessarily for a performance. It could have just been a study. So true. And my other point I was going to make about that, which uh, people, really, fans online have gone crazy about the meaning of color in this show. And, like, when people are wearing blue, when people are wearing red, and then purple keeps showing up, which is obviously a combination of blue and red. Yeah. And I think the prevailing theory, I haven't done a lot of research oh about goodness, this, but I'm I just going to surface this as just people kind of, generally, the, the uh, thought seems to be that blue is reality, and when it's red, it's not reality. And unclear what purple is. I don't think there's, like, a consensus. But, so this Pearl Jam song has the line, she dreams in color, she dreams, dreams in, in red. red. So, like, that seems to indicate I'm blowing uh, Sarah's mind. You're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> oh, so, my like, gosh. That seems to lend, like, people have gone deep. I didn't really come up speaking with this, to like, this. Speaking to this, I was going to mention some of the fashion choices because I am very yeah. into fashion. Yes. And I, I'm very observant of these stylist choices. And I, I kept... W- and on the first watch, I was just wondering, why do they have Prairie in such mm-hmm. awful, baggy, like, wolf She was blind. <laughs> no, but, like, this is, like, I'm talking about what, after she's come oh, back sure, home. Sure. She's back in the mm-hmm. Michigan town. She's wearing She's got this, more like, important things to do than care about fashion. Right. <laughs> However, I looked upon it again in a deeper way. Okay. And Ooh. what I decided is, you know how she keeps talking about, don't touch me. Yeah. I don't think she wants any clothing to be too tight. 
it, like even just a normal fit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it's too close for her. It's too restrictive. It's too much based on her life and what happened to her. So she has to have something loose. Yeah, and so that's really good. Even <laughs> even though it was kind of like. What is she wearing? But at the same time, it made a lot of sense when I looked at it again. Well, people keep tying specifically the wolf sweatshirt. Yes, that to wolf, that wolf the, sweatshirt. The mascot of Homer's high school is a wolf. So what he's wearing in captivity has like it doesn't look the same at all. But it has like yeah. a a mascoty looking like emblem of a wolf. Uh-huh. Oh. So because when she picks it up, she maybe even says his name or something. There's some like obvious tie into that's why she gets that. But kind of a leap. I don't know, but Here's she obviously other- wears it for a long time. She also <laughs> wears purple socks, I've noticed. Okay. <laughs> that was something I took note. Okay, I was like, you. She wears but purple I don't know. socks a so lot. So even in these people... Light purple. Even people in this color theory, I'm not sure what purple means, but have pointed out weird purple liquid in a couple of scenes. Yes, that was one of my favorite. Like, when purple was very prominent yeah. was when... August was in the tub. And then when Prairie um, comes back to life after she was hit in the head, she's laying on a purple pillowcase. Ooh, good call. (laughs) Yeah, and it was very prominent for me because it was a brighter purple. And this was my, like, little moment. Good. (laughs) Good. Purple is known as an Easter color, and that's, like... Him being risen, yeah, yeah. and like resurrection. Oh, good. So maybe I don't know. Here's the thing that really gets me about the whole color thing is like, so when I started looking for it, I was like trying to see it everywhere. But sometimes I can't tell the difference between blue and like lavender just because of how they've like colored the show. Uh And like when Hap first sees her in the subway, his scarf is blue, and it's the same scarf all through. But like when they get back to his house. It looks purple. Like, I don't know what that means. Is it real? What's here's real? Another, here's another interesting thing that I just found on online recently. I, it's amazing how I didn't know we were going to even talk about this. But I found out that in ancient culture, people didn't even see blue but until they had a word for blue. What? Really? What so there's a mean? lot of cultures that they even describe the sea as being red, even though it was now that we... It's, it's, it's the study of if you have a name for a color, you see it more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just a side note. Not that <laughs> it has to really do with the show. I just wanted to add that in. The other thing, just since we're talking about the look and yeah, the aesthetics yeah. and everything, at first I was kind of thrown off by Prairie's, the OA's hair color, because to me, it looks very bleached, like you would have to bleach it to get to that color. Uh, and how was she in captivity all this time <laughs> and has bleached Some hair? Things, I think. It would not look like that. And as a, as a blonde oh child from Russia, at, anyone that has natural blonde hair, uh, even if it's very light as a child, as you age, it gets darker. For so, some things, I so, think you can suspend so your I disbelief. Just, I know, but I was just really annoyed about that, just because mm-hmm. I know what it takes to get hair to look that color. And I didn't know, is she wearing a wig? <laughs> what is going on here? Why is it so light? Yeah, so I, interesting. I don't know. She wasn't even in sunlight. You're right. You're she, so right. Yeah, she wasn't in sunlight, and it wouldn't, like, you'd have to go to the hair mm. salon to get it to that color. <laughs> Maybe had to To me, that means that I, it for might some not be TV real. things, I think I, you can you, suspend your disbelief. I did. They, people always look like, Oh, I've been in captivity, but my skin is great and I look yeah. wonderful. You I know? mean, at like, least she was pale. So that makes sense. <laughs> that that makes so much sense. But I just had to say it 
to All get right, it off yeah. my right. mind because it's I think there. there's a lot of people out there that would probably agree Agreed. with me that it like takes you out of the story right away. Oh my god! But then I went back. <laughs> then I went back in and I went with the story and it was okay. But just in the first episode, I was like, "Wait a minute! This just doesn't quite add up that she was gone so long and her hair's that light." <laughs> I just don't. I don't uh, know. Can I say one last please. thing about the color? Yes. I just thought of this. Um, when they, the mom and the dad first saw Perry, and they were going to call her Perry, the mom looked at her in the eyes, and she was like, eyes is it's blue. Because blue as the prairie as sky. As the prairie sky. And the girl's eyes weren't blue? <laughs> no, I was just... <laughs> They're not very blue. The kids' they eyes weren't, were though. not blue. They weren't blue. I just I was just going with the whole blue thing. Somebody uh, but, told yeah, me... they were not as blue. There's a... <laughs> that's true. There is a breed of daylily, the flower, that's called prairie blue eyes, oh. and it is kind of that purple color. It's not blue, but it's kind of the purple color that shows up in the show. Like an so indigo. So I just thought I'd say that, yeah, like a little or, off. Not Definitely you wouldn't look at it and think blue. Cauliflower. Is like the I don't know what's the Crayola crown? It's like cornflower. Cornflower. Cornflower is pretty white. No, I know. I was like, that's not the name. Oh my cornflower. Cornflower. Okay. Uh, someone is echoing your sentiment in the chat that said blue has been known as somewhat illusionary color in the spectrum. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, two yes. people said it. It must be true. Yeah, it must be. Uh, oh, thank you for like contributing I love, live. I know. Again. I love yeah, all yeah. the feedback. Um, thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was uh, Renji nine zero nine nine eight. All right. But also, so we can move on from the first episode. I yes. think yes. after we get introduced to BBA. Betty Broderick oh. Allen. She's introduced in this as the OA is going to go sort of scam her into believing she's Steve's stepmom. And and they get this whole meeting in the classroom, which is, like, amazing. <laughs> really Very good. interesting to yeah. me. Yeah. Steve's like, I need a favor. She's like, yeah, sure, what is it? And she's just like... Which is hilarious to begin with because of all the people to get to, like, fake be your stepmom and, like, do something good this girl has been who knows what and is probably crazy and some you know she is she's mm-hmm. been through and a she's trauma not she's not going to be convinced old enough <laughs> to yeah, be she's so. maybe like 10 years older than him yeah. Yeah. 13 years older than him so i just love her oh my god bba her whole <laughs> i love that you call her bba <laughs> that's what they call her right yeah B- betty Bradley allen the teacher betty yeah yeah i just Phyllis. she's so good <sighs> what an amazing part for phyllis amazing her <laughs> it's her tone of voice and her whole like Everything. Body language and yeah. her eyes and ah, uh, this is like em- Emmy me. performance for me. I think she like <laughs> so good. I mean, I've only ever seen her on The Office, right? Like, yes. is what she's pretty known for. And like, she's good on The Office, but it's like it's so different tone so here. Good. Like, this is like she gets to be dramatic and she's lost a brother and like, oh, she gets all these dramatic turns and she was awesome. Yes, and the, and the cool thing is she added humor in places that really needed it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love the casting choice of her because she she's someone that we all like I feel like even if you weren't a huge fan of The Office, you still know about mm-hmm. The Office and sure. it kind of permeated the culture so yeah. you know that she's her real name is Phyllis and her name is Phyllis on The Office. Know. Like, <laughs> you know that she's Phyllis and, yeah. and as, as soon as she goes into that classroom and talks to her I'm like Phyllis! Yeah, I know. So mm-hmm. it was and great. Then, so in a, even at first, like during that first scene I was like, oh is she just going to be like a tired 
rude, horrible yeah. teacher, like, that we all hate, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, remember from your teen years or yeah. whatever, and think, like, oh, no, not this. But she totally turns her, which is awesome. And at the end, when she's, like, the fifth person to show up, I, like, oh, cheered at oh the my screen. Gosh. I know. I thought it was going to be Steve's crappy, like, sex friend or whatever, because ah. oh, he had no. just left her. I'm like, who's going to be the last person? I really oh. didn't expect it to be her, and I was so I pumped. I was so happy. <laughs> she, like, the teacher, the principal was, like, calling her, and then she looked, and she, you just hear her whisper. She was like, my boys. And I was like, yeah. oh my god, my heart. And then she just ran in. Oh. Okay, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. But I just, I love that the OA, she just knows she knows how does she know that she lost someone yeah it's right after in watching it again mm-hmm. she touches her hand so it's significant because she's been saying and saying she doesn't like to be touched but she can touch other she people she touches her hand and says you lost someone it almost seems like that's how she knows like if you think she's mm-hmm. got superpowers maybe it's that she can i don't know what like maybe she it knows has to do about with, like you. Uh, the heartbeat you know how hap has that heartbeat yes thing? right so Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going. Good with point. It. Good Maybe point. Maybe it's a heartbeat. She just yeah. knows. She's because she's like, yeah. that's you. I don't um, know. Renji is chiming in again and said, "One person said the show is meant for teachers and students, which is kind of nice." And like seeing where it ends up, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I felt feelings. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Good point. But we will get there. We'll get there to the end. So second episode is where we get the whole sort of adoption backstory. Mm-hmm. P.S. Yes. Just have to mention how amazing that the dog attacked her and she calmed the dog down and bit the dog and, like, made him subservient to her. Really We're talking about Steve's dog. Yeah. Steve was running this, like, drug... Ring. Yeah. (laughs) Drug ring in the abandoned house that becomes the place that they meet. And she bites the dog and tames it. That's really weird. That's Uh. probably why everyone who's in the room at the time, which is Steve, Mm -hmm. Buck, and Jesse, that's Mm -hmm. probably why they all kind of buy it, because that seems really supernatural. And I think, like, French is, like, downstairs during that time so they're all yeah. like in the house when it happens so like seems, they're like we're on board with this yes, what, something is up so yeah. that's maybe why they're all kind of sold on it and she's also not intimidated by Steve who intimidates the heck out of everyone. everybody yeah mm-hmm. and he's a little intimidating <laughs> yeah like, the shot though of like the blood dripping off of her and then the dog like licks her hand yeah I loved it yeah and then she just like looks into Steve's soul as she like approaches <laughs> yes and oh, then just like grabs look. the camera yeah I was like whoo yeah, she's Steve, awesome. She owns yes, you. Yes, Marling, I love you. <laughs> that was amazing. Okay, so... We can go on now. I just going, had to mention Going it. forward, we get the sort of adoption <laughs> backstory in the second episode. My question is, why do her adoptive parents need to go through such shady methods to adopt a kid? It's a Russian whorehouse. It's a whorehouse. It like, is. Yes. It is. So, why yeah. do they... I, I know they're older. We talked about that. And maybe I think it's mentioned that one of them has is a cancer survivor or something like has been through something so maybe they can't have their own kids and obviously they're a little aged out of it but why can't they go through a regular adoption yeah. agency and mm-hmm. why are they doing this so late in their lives yeah it's it's strange it's strange because I know like when you can't go through like a normal accredited adoption agency it's like something's off with you because I know they do like massive yeah. background yeah. checks so something had to have been I mean it could or maybe, maybe they just really wanted a child like pronto it could just be the age thing like if you get a new baby and you're in your 60s already like you're not going to be around you know for most of that kid's life yeah. I guess so it, I, maybe it's that but still seemed weird because it's such an extreme of like these are obviously illegitimate kids yeah. we're buying like yes. so weird to me so that stuck out to me as weird the mom altogether 
is an interesting, weird character. Yeah, like, and the mom also yeah. did mention, she was just, she said to the dad at one point, I think it was a later episode, sorry, but um, <laughs> the mom said to the dad that she just needed someone to love her. Yeah, or to need her, right? Oh, yeah, because like, she was like, like, oh, that she's blind, she'll, she'll need me forever, and I just needed someone to love me. I think the mother... Now, I don't... The mother is very strange. She, her name is Nancy, and the father. I have to say, it's interesting. His name is Abel, like yes, some Cain bi- and Abel. Some biblical stuff. Well, there's, there's a lot, of, biblical, there's a like lot of biblical stuff coming up in this just second episode. Like where it starts, she's in the like blind boarding school, mm-hmm. and she's playing with a snake. And later, when we see like Hap's house, he has a snake over his bed, like really subtle. I'm a bad guy, sort of decor, <laughs> you know. But like, but so she's well, like playing with a snake, and like people are kind of afraid. And she in Russian is like you're not bad, you're good, or something like that to the snake. So, I don't know, it seems like an obvious setup of the so serpent she, and, like... But that also is echoing the dog, like, she can communicate to animals. Even, maybe. like, somehow this... <sighs> anyway, um, the the mother, though, I think it's very, very interesting, just the way that she looks. Um, the mother? Yeah. The, she played the Borg queen on Star Trek, and her... her uh, <laughs> Her bone structure really lends itself to like crazy Star Trek makeup. This was years ago. Like I, I'm not sure which Star Trek, but like, okay. Was so that's it, how everybody like knows this actress. Was it in I the think. TV series? Or yeah, the, the okay. TV show. Okay, but she just. I mean, I my first impression. I was like, is she an alien? Like she just. Yeah, looks she's so, she's a little strange. Like I like yeah, it. I, I love like how interesting she looks. Looking, I mean, yeah. that, she's fantastic and she's perfect for this show. I just was wondering if the way that she looks means something else. Yeah. 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 Um, so so mm-hmm. then we also in this episode have, and this is one of the things when I like try to list what is undeniably true that we believe is true and is not told by her. In this episode, once they adopt her, we have the scene of like Abel filming her sleepwalking and speaking in Russian. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I'm not sure, and maybe this bears a rewatch or one of you can correct me, but I'm not sure that she's relating that part of the story no, she is relating that part of the story to the five in the abandoned house. We don't see that tape, and I'm not sure that's true. Like, I'm not sure, because I am still skeptical about Russia as a whole, so <laughs> well, I'm skeptical so about it all. There so, is a video... People, people are using that as, like, proof that, like, well, she's definitely Russian. I'm like, she's telling people that she's Russian mm-hmm. and that this video exists. We don't actually see that video or her parents say it. However, are you talking about her with the knife? Yeah. However, we there is a video when she first finds the video yeah. camera that you can that you can, you can hear the audio <sighs> you can hear the audio of the, of Abel saying, "Oh, she's sleepwalking yeah. again." It's at the first. And is she speaking Russian? Can you hear? You like, don't Russian? hear the Russian. Yeah, you just hear the dad. You just hear that he's saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, she's doing it again." She's so sleepwalking she's sleepwalking. Again. So uh, my skepticism lives because <laughs> if she's not if she's not speaking Russian, does she speak Russian? Like I, I don't know. <laughs> But okay, so that's so it could be like so her happens. dad because she is like dreaming. So it could be like her dad somehow speaking through her. Sure, sure. Also, <laughs> people speaking her tongues. Dad, her dad kind of symbolism. Her dad kind of has Leonardo DiCaprio vibes. What? Oh, her real dad. Her, her real dad. Her real dad. Abel? Yeah. Abel's a little bit. No, not no, no. Bad. Her, 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 her birth father. Papa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Papa. Yeah, a little Papa. bit. Yeah, yeah, he was he was very Russian looking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I I didn't realize this until I rewatched the first episode. But I real I, I was like, what? They never talk about her mom. Her mom died in childbirth. Did they say that? Yes. Okay. When did they say this? And they they like zoom in because it was painting in the house, and they say she died in childbirth. And it's just her and the dad for mm-hmm. all this. Okay. Oh. Mm. I didn't remember that 
but until I rewatched it because I was wondering what happened to the mother. Interesting. So. Well, Smart. so and immediately in this episode, it's like the first time you see like the, a day or however long has passed after they she's first telling the story to right. them five. Right. They're immediately searching for the validity of her stuff. They find evidence of a bus crash like her story, mm-hmm. but nothing about her specifically. Mm-hmm. And they don't find anything else yet to like support her her story she's telling. So I thought that was interesting. They're they're along for the ride, but they're still skeptical too, is like good. However, they are like 16, 17 years old, so even if they have doubts, they're kind of like into it because it's fun. Yeah. yeah and they're sure. part of a little secret club. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she's sort of like renowned in the town because she went missing and now she's back, so like it's cool to like touch the, the celebrities. Sort of. Yeah, the, totally. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. She's the and, Michigan miracle. And we get Hap introduced in this episode, um, and oh. he's amazing. <laughs> and I'm oh not, my God. I'm not really, you look. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. He was so convinced. He said everything that she wanted to hear. Yeah, he, he was, was I would have she been asked, kidnapped, too. She asked to come like, is the thing. He didn't say. You wouldn't have gone you, in that airplane. No, no I wouldn't have. Yeah. But he just said, he literally said every single thing that she has been wanting to hear since she came back. And, and he didn't try to get her to come. She asked to go with him. She was yeah. like, use me. I've he had is one, a you know. master manipulator. I'm, just, I'm confused. Uh, like, obviously, there's some dark stuff he's done if we believe everything verbatim. But I don't know that he is full evil. <laughs> I don't think he is. I don't. I, don't. I kind of don't think so either. And it's funny oh, because I, I, I immediately, <laughs> but wait, because immediately we went shorthand because you know that actor has been like Lucius Malfoy, <gasps> and he's been uh, like oh, the yes. villain in The Patriot. He is always cast uh, mm-hmm. as the villain, yeah. and so I think everyone's just like, "Oop, he's bad." Like, and yeah, yeah. he kidnapped he her. But sexy, I don't. Though. He is sexy. He, he looks great. He's a great Ooh. old looking man. <laughs> Older looking man. Um, he uh, he was great. Um, you li- you you want to like him right away when you first see him in the show. Yes. Yeah, and he is saying everything, and it's 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 sort of fascinating. I, I think we have to suspend our disbelief here too that like he can hear that violin from like whatever three floors down in the subway or whatever it is, and it's so good but that it he does, goes and searches. It does echo in Grand Central Station. Sure, like, but people are always busking in the subway, so, like, why would you go look at, like, yeah. someone's playing the steel drums or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, you yeah. see it all the time. Because I think he's he knows that when people have a certain specific musical skill and she was that just they, so good, that we're, they, we're supposed to say. That they yeah. died and came back? <laughs> he just knows. He just knows. Okay. He knows, too. Uh, but it was great. He got me because he showed her where the ketchup, the mayonnaise, and then he put her hand, her hand on French fries. It's like who doesn't love French fries? That's <laughs> well, when I that's knew why he was you good. Think we good. also yeah. need to we also <laughs> need to kind of remember that at this point we know as the audience she's revealed to the Crestwood Five that she did die and come back when she was seven. Mm-hmm. Whether that's true yeah. or not is to she be determined. Was, but that's what she said to them. So at this point, going into episode two, you know that that's her experience. So yeah. when he comes to her, and the fact that he kind of can see that is like, whoa! How does okay? Who's how does he know that? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I'm gonna jump us next on to the third episode, okay. which is filled okay. with some plot. Well, I guess we have to some, jump because there's a lot to talk there's about. There's so much to cover. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I okay. So, so much. episode three is called Champion. Interesting. Um, so a lot of stuff gets dropped on us in this episode. The trying to poison Hap. 
um, mm-hmm. August in the Tub, which we will talk about, mm-hmm. and the reporter who wants to write a book on her. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to start in the real world with the reporter oh just just because there's a super interesting thing, and I got um, a picture of it. Yes, that our engineer is putting up. So this is when she's talking to the reporter. This is picture one, followed by picture two, when the reporter is having dinner with them. And this is before we have seen any movements. We have not seen a thing. And she just does this when she's stressed out because the reporter is, like, talking about the other person who was kidnapped that she got and then says... um, she says, oh, you know, writing the book was really cathartic for him and it allowed it to end and she doesn't want it to end and she does this. She's like, it's not over. Yeah, but it I don't know. Ending. This to me, these two pictures to me kind of say, is she... It's cast more doubt to me. Like, is it... She's just doing it. Like, why would she do one of the movements right here if she's they're really wanting powerful. it to stop? Yeah, she's just, just wanting like, it doing to go away. Like, but now is she this has, just and we kind know, of stuff we know, that she just makes up all the time? Maybe. Mm. And we know this isn't an accident. Like, obviously, the people making the show are like, I know. we're going to hit, we're going to hit you know, echo this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of echo, I do have to say, even though we're jumping around, as soon as she walks into that house and he says, oh, you can sleep downstairs. And I had, I was like, oh God. And then I'm like, okay, this is going to be like girl with a dragon tattoo. <laughs> well, I was even, like, they're, it's very creepy when, uh, when, when she walks in and they are, um, he lets her call home and then he like puts on a creepy song. Like it's yeah, just and she so said, weird. And you should said, like, know. No one answered. It was just like a ringtone. It's like, mm, it's cause it's I don't think you have service. <laughs> Uh, and this, you just made it ring. It's a landline. It's this false sense, of, <laughs> false sense of security, like, oh, I'm always going to be able to call out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then she, I even think gets, it, she gets panicked because she's like, oh, there's no, she can't hear any, like, traffic. And they're oh like, God, oh, I'm, yep, it's really I'm remote. getting, here. like, scared talking about it because it's, it's so, so creepy. Scary. And being it's, blind oh, on top God. of it yeah. is like, Blind oh. and in prison. And then she... And, mm-hmm. And they upset. shot. They shot that really well. When he I know, does, I get when, upset thinking about <laughs> it. I get really yeah. angry. Because then he just puts her in the thing, and they then he shot just it, looks at her. They shot it she, so well because, oh. like, even right as he's leading her downstairs, mm. we can't see what it is. It's like but so you tight just on her. Know that it's bad. Yeah, you, you know yeah. it's bad, and they don't reveal it until like oh, right at the moment she knows she's trapped. And then oh, she good. hits oh, the God. walls, and it's just like, oh, and he just looks at her, like, and that's when I was like, I don't like you anymore. But then I still like him. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so we get, and obviously we get introduced to Homer and Scott and Rachel, who are already mm-hmm. in captivity mm-hmm. down there. Um, and Homer immediately is sort of like a... Rachel, yes. Sort of like a bro, kind of a jock, not what I imagined when she had already sort of said the name Homer a couple times. Mm-hmm. I expected him to be like, I don't know, not the football star sort of bro guy, which I like now. I really think it was amazing casting. But like at the top, I was like, oh, that's that's Homer. Have, like, have that's either the guy. of you seen the film Brooklyn that came out last year? I didn't no, see I it. Didn't. He is incredible in that movie. Um, awesome. The the actor em- Emery Cohen who plays Homer. He's good. And um, it's the movie about the the girl that comes to New York from Ireland. Yeah. And uh, it was in the Oscar nominations yep. last year and he he plays this character that spoiler alert like she falls in love with in America and he's this like Italian guy and he just wants to be good to his family and he and she's this Irish girl and like they're so different cuz at the time it's like this big controversy to be with someone that and she didn't even know if she was going to stay she had to go see her family it was very emotional and he was so like 
powerful in that role and yeah. so I was just happy to see him again and I at first couldn't remember what he was in and then I looked it up and I was like yes Brooklyn yeah so, I would watch him in a lot more stuff so I, rec great. I recommend really that movie if you're a fan of Emery Cohen in this and in, in the OA <laughs> for sure okay. well, it seems like everyone's gonna I mean I always think this when I love something but it's like everyone's gonna have a career now because this yeah. was so amazing yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I uh, hope that's start, not the way it works I'm I sure, hope we start <laughs> seeing him in everything P.S. another sci-fi show that I covered under the dome, Brit. I think not Brit. Um, oh, what's there? I think Robin. Robin. Yeah, Robinson? it's like it's another Robinson's? Brit. I think. Yeah, um, Robertson. Uh, she's in so many movies now. Yeah, and so, so many. she she. It's another like I had never seen her before. Yeah, yeah. And then, then she, she was in that show, mm -hmm. and then she. So I'm hoping that this happens for all the cast. Yeah, members. me too. Some amazing like some people were definitely unknowns like. But Buck, I think. <laughs> like, but I think part of the it. reason <laughs> I had to talk about all of that is because I just got so scared. I'm deflecting. We're gonna keep making it scary now, yes, and we're scary. gonna talk about finding August in the tub of oh, a purple liquid. Oh dear. So here's a really interesting thing. It's like mm -hmm. keeping in mind that what we're what we're seeing is her relating the story to five other people and what they're kind of imagining. And also she's blind at the time. So I'm not sure that August is a fully grown adult woman. Discuss. <laughs> oh, OK. So this is someone that was another captive that you see right? in the tub that fully died. That and died they say before she arrived. They all call her August. Because she came in August, so she doesn't have a real name that they know, and like, why? Or That's maybe this is very just, weird. It's just her memory, so she, maybe she doesn't really remember her name. But so she's everyone's calling her August. They specifically or, say they called okay. her August because she came in August, which is maybe what you would say if you gave birth to someone. Just saying. Hmm. It could be a baby. Like, we don't know. He's keeping a body in the tub for a long time, which is, hap, yuck. But, like, yeah. but like I, I don't know, because all, all she I knows... I couldn't really look at a lot of it. I had I have to say, I had to look is, away. Neither, neither could she, because she's blind, so all she knows is that it's a tub of liquid, and there's, like, skin, obvious body feeling in there. Yeah, like and then she dropped the ring in there. So I was gross. so suspenseful. So I was like, oh! And then you, like, hear him coming, and I was like, oh, dear... Bless us all. Yeah, and but so <laughs> through, through, bless us all. Into, <laughs> but through that whole thing, she does get the ring, and then they try. When she like oh, the, I was like the oh. high school football ring, right? Yeah, when she got the ring which, like, and the envelope, and then that's when Homer looked at her, and he was like, "I love you." Like yeah, that's what I saw in his. But life. also, yes. but also, <laughs> like oh, think about what is really necessary. Don't send your enormous heavy ring. <laughs> like just send the letter. It's much easier than including a ring and. And making it really obvious and findable like seems like a bad now plan. that we're talking about this this episode was the one that hooked me and this episode was also the most stressful it was really yeah, stressful with the letter with august I'm still with stressed out about everything. it <laughs> yeah so that was a good whole scene of like yeah. tr trying to pass it under the stream and then oh, losing it so oh, so stressful oh so but also uh, after and, and, yeah and and it's interesting that they have that flowing water <gasps> i'm just realizing a symbolism thing about it right what? now that it's like you know how they talk about well, uh, water into wine yeah. in the Bible and and like how like there's a there's, a, there's always something about a cleansing stream yeah. down by the water. Although people have discussed that it's probably where they were defecating. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh yes, yeah. of course. Uh, and then of she course they were in the drinking water. water. I mean, but there's nowhere. I think for that them to it, that is part yeah. of the story because usually water is cleansing, but in the and there they were very stagnant. Yeah. Even though there was a flow to the water. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going somewhere either. with this. She tells she tells one. Uh, maybe it's her mom, Nancy. 
she says we drank out of troughs or something like that. That isn't like we had a live flowing stream of water, which does seem unlikely, right? Mm-hmm. That you've built your like compound on a live stream that flows mm-hmm. through with fresh drinkable water is unlikely. So I don't know. So it, I, I am skeptical about everything. Yeah. <laughs> now um, that you say that you're so skeptical about it, <laughs> I mean, it kind of is a strange thing for there to be flowing. It's water. weird, and and like it's bad to obviously don't shit where you eat is an expression. Like if you if that's yeah. your drinking water, you don't want to put your waste in it. I mean, but where else would they go? Right, there would be nowhere else to go, and it doesn't seem like Hap would want to like clean out their. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Anyway, we are getting hung up on this. But and there's, also, and well, I, there's also a symbolism of how they're kind of lab rats, for sure, because they give them these pellets of food. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Like so they're gross. like they're hamsters in a wheel, and they're you know maybe um, it's interesting now that you you talk about like what is real, what is not real. I wonder if those walls, if you really could see through the walls. That's great. <laughs> <gasps> That's really good. Yeah, because what benefit would it have to see your fellow captives? That's interesting. Ooh, we'll come back to that. Can I say something really fast about Hap's allergy to the tomatoes? I read something. And I would like to share. I bet I I I know what you're going to (laughs) say. Okay, so I read to dream about tomatoes that symbolizes peace and contentment. And since he, and since Hap can't have tomatoes, that just means that he just can't can't have peace. peace. Or contentment. (laughs) Also, just one more thing. Tomatoes, they come from a nightshade family of the fruits. And so that they were thought to be evil. And so then people would pierce them with the needle, meaning his EpiPen. Oh, he's a tomato. I'm just he saying. is a tomato. It's veggie tails. What, what I thought you were going to no, say. Tomatoes are a fruit. Like, that's, that's weird. People think it's a vegetable. Sure, and so a poisonous that, like, fruit of knowledge. Just little symbols. But here's, this, here's, here's the much more, oh like, God. practical. No, that was very good. I like that a lot. But a lot of practical things people called out was like, what? why would he buy tomato paste because he's allergic to it? And he's ordering all the groceries. <laughs> oh, that's so true. So skeptical, right? Because he did skeptical. ask her. He was like, he was like, "What broth is this?" It's like, how would she know? He, here's like, a, how is she going to know? I don't know. <laughs> here's another. Yeah, here's exactly. another note to this whole thing. Wasn't her plan completely different than putting tomato paste? Like, it I don't think the, she even yeah, that knew wasn't the plan. that he was allergic it was the to sleeping it. pills, yes. which didn't seem to have an effect. Didn't seem to have an effect at all. But, but I mean, maybe his system one. was just reacting to like, yeah. So who knows? There was, but a, there was a higher that priority was not the to plan. his body to react to the other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So interesting. I just wanted to share. If no, you're allergic to tomatoes. I, but at the time, you know. I was you're like, <laughs> yeah, Prairie, that's awesome. You didn't even have to put the sleeping pills Almost. in there. It's like, He's going to die from the tomato pain. Uh, it's like, why did she even get the EpiPen? Girl, you could have stalled. Renji in our chat room is applauding yeah. you. Nice analogy with the tomatoes. Oh, and then you. a little tomato and applauding him. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Um, okay, but also, right before we move on from this third episode, okay, what we have after they lose the ring in the letter uh-huh. is Homer making her do jumping jacks or some sort of a like bird. jumping jacks. I thought the she thing was is, symbolizing pe- a bird. This is also before we've gotten any movements and mm-hmm. like people think maybe this is more significant than you probably gave it credit to when you're first mm-hmm. watching through it because okay. like it's just him getting her to do movement and if you're trapped for seven years you assign meaning to stuff because there's nothing else to do, right? Like, so I think, like, him getting her to just, like, do a movement might be... mm, Think about it. So that happens here in three (laughs) before we get any movement. Well, I think, I think, 
also, since he is an athlete, he's thinking, well, you've got to do something. Sure, exactly. So you can't just sit here and lay here. You're going to just become mush. You yeah, know, yeah. So you have to stay strong. She was. She was doing push-ups all the time. Yeah, they, later they got on. they got very strong. They were uh, like because a what else would couple. you do? I, <laughs> I <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> you can't really be anything else, or else your muscles are going to get destroyed sitting around in the dark for seven years. Now, because his name is Homer, I wish that my teachers had made me read this book in high school because I did not read the Iliad and the Odyssey. Oh, I did. I Tell didn't, me, but I know some. Well, what is the character so of Homer? So basically, Homer goes on a long, epic journey and has all these trials and tribulations, and I think in the Odyssey, which one do they find? At the end, in the box, they find the Iliad, right? They find the Iliad, because it says Homer at the top. So, but Homer's in both, and I think the Odyssey is when he ultimately gets home, and the Iliad, mm-hmm. he doesn't get home, yeah. and he's traveling for like 10 years or something. Ooh, interesting. And then... And then in Ooh. Oh Brother, in Oh Brother, where art thou? Is like that. They That's make exactly references right. to that as well. The Iliad is the one with all the like, you know, the Battle of Troy and the Trojan horse with people hidden inside. You oh know, yes, you know yeah, about I know that story. The Trojan yes, horse, yes, yes. and they like let in this horse yeah. gift, but it's full of soldiers, and they yeah. kill everyone. Yes, so. That's interesting to keep in mind as we think about who might be good or not so good because I don't think everything is as clear cut as we were like presented yeah. with it. I don't know about Homer. And we see I later don't know that about Homer. Homer is not all that he says he is. But the themes for Homer in the Iliad yep. are anger, hatred, betrayal, fate, chance, love, and patriotism. And if you notice from episode one and seeing Homer like progress it kind yep. of goes in that order he does have a lot of rage well he has you, a though, lot of rage and anger at the beginning <laughs> sure but then he kind of it's like fate that he meets the oa and, and then they he balance like falls each other love. out it's like it's like the two then, sides anger oh. fear love homer is the author of both odysseus as the protagonist oh, <laughs> oh homer so is the author better. okay uh, huh. okay so that's interesting Just because we would sort of name. say, looking at this show, the OA is the author telling us this sure. story, right? She yes, is creating or not. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Okay. So at the end okay. of this episode, the OA gets hit in the back of the head and dies. Mm-hmm. So I forget. I, for, I forget how she gets. Is it? Is she trying to escape in mm-hmm. episode two already? Yeah, this is three. Episode three. three. I'm and sorry. she pushes him three. down the stairs or something. Yeah, she pushes and him runs down the stairs out. and breaks the window. Yeah. Right. Run, runs right. out. He catches up to her. Runs. And it's kind of revealed that this place is on a mine, which is interesting <gasps> because she said that her father in Russia yes. owned a mine. Yes. So, mm, I'm like, like, I don't. Is she just saying that because that's what she remembers? Well, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of weird theories with, like, Hap as a father figure. Like, what is it? She's looking for her dad and he shows yeah. up. Like, so keep it in mind. So we go on to force. So at the start of the four, uh, the fourth episode, she's dead, and mm-hmm. she's back with Katoon in that sort of like spacey. So uh, yes. cool. And Katoon has shot braille on, on her, her face. face, which is awesome. Yes, <laughs> she's good. And and this is the episode we get uh, her eating a bird, and, which uh, I I couldn't wa- actually. I got that that was going on, but I couldn't watch it. It was I, good. Well, I have moments. I I have moments where I can look at things in moments that I can't. I'm glad <laughs> that she did it whole, though, and it wasn't yeah, like just crunch. Whole. <laughs> crunch. So, like, oh, just oh. to keep in mind, because by the end of this episode, Homer has an NDE and goes to a different place. Like, just to Near compare... Death experience. That's right. Mm-hmm. And just to compare, the OA's, like, place she goes is beautiful and 
safe seeming mm-hmm. and like she has this protector or whoever this god whatever you want to call it. She looks like it. she's in kind of a nebula outer space. Sure, yeah, but it's, it's nice. Like, it's, it's like this not threatening. protective figure that she comes to and she's like can get wisdom from. And by oh. the end of this episode we see Homer's place. He yeah, goes terrifying. There's overflowing urinals. It looks like a mental hospital and he's and just running in panic. Like, like it's yelling awful. at him. It is so, definitely a, a n- clinical type of environment. No idea. What does that mean? Like, why does he get a horrible one and yeah. she gets? And then he just has to reach into an aquarium. Yeah, and like how does he? How pot. does he know to do that? The OA is handed like swallow this thing. How does he know to do that? Because the OA told him. The OA said, said next time. But also, you, it's an aquarium time. full of other stuff. So yeah. why did he pick the right? He one? just said. He. She just said next time you like are in that place. Wait, what color was the fish? Red. Was it? I think it was. Red. I thought it was but blue. The bird, the, but the bird. I thought, twi- I thought it was red. I oh. thought it was yellow. And blue. Can someone tweet us? I thought it was like a red, know. like a. But also, if you guys noticed, sort of the aquarium cage was the same kind of cage that they were in. Yeah, it was it like definitely divided. Tight. Yep. It was too. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that it was, was really divided. good. But the OA just told him next because time certain in that fish space, will eat each other, like a beta fish. <laughs> That's true. Oh. <gasps> Mm, that's why they can't be things together. Okay. Okay. So what we get? (laughs) So so after eating the bird, she comes back sort of awake, Mm -hmm. sort of. She talks to half. Yeah. So on her bed, she just does not everything yet, though. So like while she's kind of passed out, she's kind of she does while she looks like unconscious still. She does like one little thing, and it's like this overhead shot of the camera of like her on the cot still like unconscious, and she like does one, Mm -hmm. and all the other captives see it. I thought that was like I was just so in it. We don't really know yet about the movements at this point in the story. But she came back to life, and she has this feeling, and it's interesting because she says. I think it's in this episode. She says, and it's something that sounds like away. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, which away, is the name of this away. episode. Yeah. Away. The word. <laughs> she's um, like, no, that's not it. Mm-mm. And then at the end, when Homer goes to his sort of place and eats the yes. fish, he is unconscious and also gets his, whatever his, you kind yeah, of know he starts them. to do it. He like, he, his hand <laughs> he, is like, huh. Yeah, and then, and then he gets, like, but I liked their sort it's, of it's like, it's like, it's like in his mouth and he throws, like spits it out. Like he's like, ah. Yeah. So and then up here, <laughs> and then it's like over here. Oh, mm-hmm. what we also get introduced to in this episode, I believe, is Elias, who is maybe an employee of the FBI, or more likely, probably not. Is my his theory. character confused me so much? Yeah, and we'll get so, there. Because well, well, I think let's start to talk about him now because every time they meet. They're the only people there. It, like, really doesn't seem like mm. an official sort of place yeah. in any way. They're in these big, open, be, empty places. Yes, he's supposed to be, like, a therapy, FBI, Unclear, slash yep. psychologist, mm-hmm. psychoanalyst. And, the, like, the parents didn't really seem... It's, the it's dad, weird. The dad just goes, I just drop her off. Yeah. And I, don't, I never go in with so, her. So, gee... <laughs> So it's like, is she in a room, like talking to herself? Also, I can't remember the character's last oh, name. His first name is his first name's Elias. Elias Rahim. Rahim. And so, like, 
I don't know what it is, but if you mix up the letters, the, definitely the word liars is in there. <laughs> it. It I is, always it do really? that. That's always like my number one thing Lies. I do in a show is trying yeah. to treat people. Yeah, or, you can do or, liar, um, liars. Alias. Or alias. alias. Like a yeah. friend. So I don't think he's at all what he seems. We'll come back to him by the last episode for sure. Um, and also we uh, learn a little bit about BBA's dead uh, twin brother. Oh, in this, and it was like yeah. I love that you so can call moving. your BBA. Well, <laughs> I always the time is of the and you know what? I always just call her Phyllis, even though that's not her name in the show. Right. Like, it's Phyllis. Phyllis. Well, we know. It's Phyllis. She's a teacher, yes. But, like, that, that scene in particular, like, her cleaning out her brother's place was, like, Emmy. Emmy. Heart-wrenching. Emmy oh, heart- worthy. She was so good. Wrenching, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, what a cool... Just, I keep thinking, like... Just a moment for the two boys. Like, yeah. their characters grew so much, I feel like, too, in that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they were, like, played mm-hmm. it well as, like, they don't... He's like starting to you care mean, about her, but yeah. really don't. Jesse was it and Steve, Steve and Jesse, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jesse like felt more towards Betty, right. and then it was when Steve is like starting to come, but still has like a lot of anger. <laughs> yes, he hasn't <laughs> developed his invisible no, self. Yet. You, you can see that Jesse was kind of like along along for the ride with mm-hmm. hanging out with Steve in the past. Like maybe he thought, well, yeah. I can be cool if I hang out with him. No one will mess with me. But then maybe Jesse wasn't all so, so bad. Jesse has a parent who committed suicide, we later learn, or maybe yeah, in this yeah, episode. Yeah, his dad just so left. Maybe he's more sympathetic to like loss in that way, you know, mm-hmm. so he can kind of like understand real and, life and horrible he, stuff. Oh, wait. He has a relative that just died? His mom committed his suicide, mom committed suicide, and suicide and then his like, dad That's something left. in common with BBA. They both have a relative that right. they just lost. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if. The, that's part of it, how they're all well, there. Well, the interesting how one I've been trying, what I've been trying to relate is see if, like, those five can relate to the, like, other captive five. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, that's what Rachel I was lost a brother. Mm-hmm. BBA and she, like, lost a brother. Herself. And the does B- Betty BBA, blame yeah, she herself? does. She's, she, like, sent him to rehab or something. Yeah. There's some, like, she didn't expect to get the his will, will yeah. because she felt like she betrayed him, kind of. So, ooh, yeah. So, maybe. But there's a lot of theories about Rachel, the captive. She doesn't get a movement when we get no. there. And she doesn't, like, participate. In some of the scenes, it shows everybody I, doing movements when they do get and them. Rachel's kind of and just she's observing. Like, yeah. It. So people, the theory has been, I think, that she's a plant. Like, she's from the FBI or whatever. Like, and if Elias is really from the FBI, it's possible that, like, huh? they already know about this guy. Like, nobody seemed, su- you know, like, Rachel, nobody's really questioning her. Like, they Rachel, think other people are involved. Rachel did have that amazing song. She had that amazing song. But that doesn't mean... She didn't get a movement. And also, in the last scene, I, I think closer to the end, when we see her with Elias mm-hmm. um, at the FBI office or whatever it is, there's Braille on the wall, and people have translated it, and it says Rachel. So I think she is related somehow to the FBI. Because <laughs> why? I love that why people are, are translating dropping? the Braille. I know, yeah. I love Has that. translated the Braille on, on her face? On the he, dad's face and, and the dad's face. The dad's face was too hard, I guess, to get a like clear look at because he's like kind of turning. Yeah. So I know, and I don't know about Katoon if they've seen what her face says. <laughs> because you <laughs> can, really you can definitely get a, a clear shot of her face in the first I episode. Thought so. I thought so, sure. too. Like, yeah. But yeah. I don't know anything about translating Braille. So if people, <laughs> if people have found that out, I would love to hear. Um, so, I'm going to move know. us on just for time. Please. Fifth episode is when we go to Cuba with Homer. Ugh. And I... And, and the betrayal... 
The betrayal. Wow. Oh, are you are you when, a moral purist? <laughs> well, they haven't. Well, they haven't really done anything physical sure. because they can't because they're separated. So when by you the get the chance, but, you get to like touch another but human. But I just felt so. You take it. It was <sighs> so bad how um, how mm-hmm. the doctor uh, Doctor Hap put that audio. Yes. It was so really, torturous. Really gross to have. The OA have to listen to that, oh, and she was just think. But he has. She some- said oh, he's alive. I know. Yeah. Like, she well, was, but oh. the weird thing about the audio from it, weird or what she's maybe drawing her story from, if she's making stuff up, is like he's calling her an angel while he's having sex with a woman, Renata, um, and he, oh. you know, like he's he's. Oh, like he calls Renata only, an angel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While during having sex, he's like, "Oh, you're an angel." Like. That's almost more hurtful than, like, the other, yeah. you know, like, it's really ill, yeah. sort of. It's like, so wait a minute. I'm the only angel. Exactly. I'm the original exactly. angel. That was hurtful. P.S. I kind of got that she, that that meant original angel before they revealed it in the show. Yeah. You I did? picked up well, on it, like, an ooh. episode early. But there's a lot of theories about that, too. A lot of people have been saying, like, oh, the alpha and the omega in... in the beginning like, and the, the end. the beginning and the end, but it's switched, so it's, like, the end and the beginning. So I don't know if, if we're supposed to assume maybe original angel isn't ultimately what they have it to mean. I don't know, though. I don't have a good uh, backup for that. <laughs> yeah. It was very hurtful, but I also really loved when Homer started to get it on, and then Hap came in, and the look that Homer gave to Hap, he was like, back off. You know what I'm talking about? This is my woman. In the hotel. But, also, but just like, like, this was great for Homer, the whole episode of just him, like, eating for the first, like, eating right. food. Well, so many things about this really send off my skeptical meter. Like, if you've been eating pellets forever and then you eat a super rich meal, you'll be sick. Um, Also, how could they have gone to Cuba? Like, how could he take a captive person to another country and back? Like, that to me is really hard to get, you know, like, logic away. (laughs) Sure, but if you're entering a new country, you still need to to be documented. Yeah, I think so. Here's the other part of it. Um... I just, it was very hard to watch Homer, who's been this captive, still be a captive, mm-hmm. yeah. but not in captivity. So he's yeah. out in Cuba with Well, Pat. and you feel really maybe worse for yes. Renata, the woman. Like, you know she's oh, getting, I like, know. tricked you know, into this. You like, know that she's being, ugh. like, seduced into this terrible world. It was right. the worst. And then when he, like, you think he's, like, making it, and he goes down to the hotel, and he's like, I need help. I just knew who they were calling. I knew who they were on the phone with. Yeah. I knew Hap was about to come down, and I was so pissed. We yeah. just we just got a really good comment from Bruce Lee in the chat. Russia and Cuba were allies during the Cold War. Could that be a coincidence? I just thought of that. <gasps> <Whoa>. <laughs> That's really good. I it did is not kind make, of a Cold I did think War because Cuba they was are... an interesting choice, like... It was. Because we only just got to go to Cuba again as Americans. That's so. right. But, <laughs> but Hap, Hap if, if he's this it, warmonger, I guess yeah. you could say, yeah. because he's the one putting them in captivity, and it is kind of a Cold War because he's like this attacker, but they always survive, so it's not like... <laughs> <laughs> sure, I see where you're going with that. Mm. I don't know, but it's an interesting theory, and I'll... Yeah jump on board with that theory too. I love these theories. Yeah. So so we get Renata back to the like five in captivity and what we also get in this episode is Scott sort of being while they obviously made him look like Jesus with the crown of thorns with his dreads. Amazing. um, But being kind of 
a Judas and saying he reveals that she can see and mm-hmm. he says like they call, what is what he, is he he's says trying they to call you the angel hunter or the something angel like hunter. that and yeah. uh, and obviously it's kind of a betrayal he's trying for he's anything he's trying to tell Hap like hey hey I'm gonna tell you something now you have to help me yeah mm-hmm. you know let's help each other out so here. it doesn't work and Hap just, kills him but just it's just <laughs> like it actually echoes back to like Steve in the OA like the uh strangers on a train like they're yeah. trying to do it again yeah like mm-hmm. let's let's help each other out but yeah it doesn't work so it doesn't work and he like accidentally is too mad and kills uh. him with that like ear thing which i'm sure you had to look away yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm oh, like i'm like so i don't bad. know i uh thank you for explaining it because <laughs> i was like well i know he finally finally actually died air quotes yeah yeah, yeah. well so he does he, die and he brings him back mm-hmm. obvious like Sort of Christ imagery yeah, with, the with the blood, blood and the like off of him. crown of and thorns, even, and even the way he's laying down was look much like Jesus on the cross. Yeah, like the his yeah. body was, position, how skinny he, he looks is, so skinny, emaciated, and the cloth around. Well, so do you guys know what is the disease they were sort of indicating that he had? What do you think it was? Maybe he was HIV positive or something. Like I'm not sure. They didn't say, so this is me speculating. But what gives you sores all over your body like that? Obviously healed. I just when they thought bring him he back. was a drug. Could have been drugs. Could have been just regular. Scott was very, drugs. very angry. He was so angry. So I felt like maybe he was coming down, even like for seven years. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know. I, I feel like, but I feel like he's still like, even though you come off of something, if you're not fully like mentally healed, I just, you know, yeah. Because wasn't he a street kid? Yeah, but so he I was just very angry was the a, whole time, like a drug. He was a drug, just a drug, drug user. So I, that, that could be well, right. he could have gotten many things which, from a needle. Exactly, yeah, which sure. maybe lends yeah. itself to my theory exactly. that he was HIV positive from a But I don't think they ever needle. stated like what it they was. He say. just kept saying that he was the weakest one and he wasn't the healthiest right. and he and can't they do show, it again. And when they show his body, when they lay him out, mm-hmm. he's got sores all over his body. Okay, right? when you know, it's dead. interesting because I didn't, I mean, I knew that he had sores, but I didn't quite pick up on all of that. So I mean, they didn't say it. I, I'm just speculating, so I well, don't really okay. know. But I mean, it's good to speculate because it obviously means <laughs> something deep. And so it does. But so to me... My, I didn't actually like that him as a character that much up yeah, until he was, that episode. He was really hateable. He kind, was, of. Yeah. Kind, of a, kind of an asshole. Yeah, he was. Well, so it's so great when he wakes up and he, uh, you know, it's on board. But like to me, this is maybe my favorite scene of... The yes. whole series yes. is just her and Homer doing the movements for you assume like all hours, night long, twelve hours mm-hmm. or something, yeah. and it's like I've never seen. And this is why I think this wouldn't ever be a network show. Like people, and some people really hated the dance, but like no, it was people, like I saw a, a lot, lot of people, people being like, "What is the stupid modern dance?" Yeah. But I loved it. Interpretive and, uh, dance, yeah, so good. But I've never seen a show do anything like this, and no. it's like definitely not for like a western audience that like we're a little bit like oh that's silly you know like generally well, speaking but like maybe i'm not in the in the norm no obviously I, we all loved it but, like, i am so like i think the dance is what makes the show same yeah. i think so too and just like the way they open up into that scene so you get scott's body dead lying between them and like her and homer are still sort of you know, on the outs a little bit is like he just slept with Renata and brought her here. Yeah. And so, but Renata and, so, and she's just is like watching this. Yeah, yeah. So she's on board, Heck obviously. Once it works, but she's just like, like Whoa. the whole shot of like they let it like play out. Like Homer starts to do it, and he's like his face is so filled they're, with like oh what a good performance. Their expressions while oh. they're doing the dance too. so good. It has to so be all good. together. Yeah. And they do it all night, and Hap sees it, and obviously Scott is revived, and he's like. Uh, what? He's like 
You're right, there are movements, five of them, so Scott's on board. And I have the third movement. That's yes, what he wakes up yes. and says, mm-hmm. I have the third. He's, like, so happy, and it's, like... And it healed his sores, I whatever he had. I feel like so. he, he's, like, healthy now. Yeah, but After so. coming out of it, he's, like, this changed man. Exactly. And not only that, it is, it is like... I, I died and was brought back to life just like Jesus. Yeah. Like well, he was sure. in the tomb and came back mm-hmm. out and was walking. And remember in the Bible how they say like you like you can't even tell he ever went through that except for the holes. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, you know, it's just amazing how like you see him so healthy and the blood goes the blood goes back, back, into, back him. <laughs> into him. Yeah, which is strange but great. And you it know how good. um when you have communion it's the blood and the body mm-hmm. and it was just yeah, very yeah, symbolic it certainly was yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it was great so the episode that follows this after bringing scott back to life is the really short one it's episode six and it's just like half talking to leon his uh Partner? former colleague of oh doctor i <laughs> loved this episode me too like half was suddenly it. weak yeah there's Weekend. there's so I- many interesting things here just like the thing that really gets me is like if the five kids in Crestwood are researching her story mm-hmm. and this part is true there is a news story about a dead doctor found in a bunch of his captives in a, like but they didn't look that part that would be the most verifiable horrifying headline news story to like look up but I'm not so sure that we got any of her narration during this episode so I'm not sure she's telling them this part of the story that's true. Do you That's know, an interesting you know I don't think she was, actually. I don't think so, either. So we're just seeing this because no one was there who would what have What was the title of this it. episode? Do you know? Forking Paths. Yeah. Forking Paths. Okay. Interesting. I it, just, is a, it is a different... It's like going down a different road in the woods yeah. because... It is. I think like, no, nobody, nobody would know this story except for Hap, and why would Hap tell anybody that this happened? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it really is it's strange... Interesting, very intriguing, but really very strange. Intriguing. Like, what? Where does this I, fit? I like loved the conversations that they had between each other, and you could. And up until it was when we first met Hap, I was so for him, and then I wasn't for him, and then it was this episode that I became for him again yeah, because kind of. he kind of rooted for him in because this he was the one who was genuinely doing it for the research, yeah. whereas um, Doctor Leon was doing it for the money, and he wanted to be the first person to like come out with the research yeah, and he like was realize all, it all, all ego. And as soon as he like said that, because Hap was like, "Oh, I don't want to do it for the money. I just want to do it to like figure it out." You could see it on Leon's face that like uh what and then he knew that he was hiding something from him yeah and he's like tell me well to and then me he started what have you found what and- i what i thought was really interesting was i didn't realize at the top of the sort of scene that they were both on the same exact page about sort of having captives and using humans as your lab rats kind of thing yeah, i thought like, i thought cuz they were kind of speaking in vague terms i was like oh he's just pretending his research doesn't you know put people into captivity mm-hmm. and then it became clear that they were both sort of doing the same Ill. thing. But yeah. I just felt like in this episode Hap became the captive because I saw them walk turn a corner and walk down this dark hallway and I was like, "Oh god, Hap's getting taken." Yeah. Now. I thought he was getting taken. No, I remember I remember I remember no, she does um the OA does have a voiceover because it's when he's headed there, she's like he went to the only person that he could talk to. Okay, so that makes it really confusing then. Because, so he had to have told her? 
but why would he tell her? And also, guess, why would he tell her? There's no reason he would be like, I murdered but a I fellow know, exactly. doctor. But then there is, there are times when they talk to each other when she's getting back into that bicycle seat. Because he feels for her. Is yeah, he, like, he has a he, he has, has a little fondness for her, for her more than the uh, more than the others. It yeah. seems like, and she does she, she does get somewhat more freedoms within that captivity. She does get to go yeah. around the house and do at things at first, for him. but not at this point. No. Now where we are in the story, no, she no. is she has lost those privileges. I personally think that Hap may have lost someone in his life, and so he's trying to I find bet. a way to like meet with them again or for someone else to like tell him something and that's why he's so intrigued by the research and not about like the money or yeah whatever and it's else. interesting it's interesting how this show does marry the science and the religion mm-hmm. because yeah. it's not I, like, it's I not, like it i always think it's not mutually exclusive there are things that have to make sense scientifically for religious things to hold up you know, and it, and I just think that that's really cool that that people went out on a limb and made a show like that, mm-hmm. and and they're trying to figure out where do people go. It's really and interesting. Just, the, yeah. This is why I say I bet you'd like Britt Marling's other stuff if you look her up because there's a lot of like the same kind of themes and like interesting unexplored stuff you don't usually see in movies. So I would say look her up. Yeah, <laughs> watch her. Um, but we also movies. somebody had pointed out um, that the beer they're drinking during the scene happened, Leon, and they're obviously like eating a sandwich. Over I was a, like, very intrigued table, as to what gross. exactly they were eating. But the beer is like someone looked up the uh, label. It's called Spiegler beer. It's not very known, and so someone looked up like, and I guess. Spiegler is like mirror or like mirror maker in German. So like oh. everyone's reading. I don't know what that would mean, but mirror uh, maker. I well, don't because, know. Well, because the two doctors are kind of mirrors of the each very other. similar. Yeah, I love how everyone's looking up these. I know. I mean, I, 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 I like, live in this. Yeah. They're being like hoagies as well. Yeah, yeah it's really like, gross. It just they're, seemed very like European style. It didn't seem there is a American. theme on this show that needs to be talked about and that is sandwiches. <laughs> um, oh yeah. They, she makes sandwiches right at the start when she's captive. They eat sandwiches over the like table you autopsy a body on which is a little gross but like and then BBA later is like I have to go I'm eating a sandwich. <laughs> that was the best line. That was the best. So what's oh. up with the sandwiches? I don't know. I know. <laughs> well uh, maybe it's also like the bread again. Uh, the bread, the body, just, the bread, the body, the bread, the body. Well, certainly I don't think the only um, inspiration for the show was just like, you know, these Christian themes mm-hmm. that were calling oh, out. There's definitely others sort oh, of like. I'm just calling them out because that's you, what I noticed you know those first. Ones, yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, that I mean, please call out everything. I'm just observing. Sure, I know I everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. No, no. Yeah. no not at all. Um, <laughs> all right. So that was a super short episode. So then episode mm-hmm. seven, we get. More Elias, she meets with him and kind of has her, talks about her premonition where she hears clanking metal. It's a big glass room with high ceilings. You know, we know now it's the cafeteria at school. Mm -hmm. We don't know during this episode. P.S. Just side note. Again, I know we have to kind of go through the episodes a little quickly, but all of this is going on with the captivity and everything, but we do hearken back to the Michigan town with the kids in the high school. Mm -hmm. And you see the development of them in their home lives yeah. and at school and you see Steve yes. starting to be much happier mm-hmm. at school and he's starting to do well and and he um starts to talk to a girl in his class yeah. and it's like a much 
healthier relationship than yeah. the relationship he had in the first episode. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. definitely growing as a person. And then mm-hmm. in this specific episode is when it comes back to bite him, kind of, that he had punched a kid in the throat, like, really early <laughs> on. And is this the episode that he, gets he, he's taken gonna, away. he wants to apologize to his dad? Yeah, yes. he's like, okay. let me just collect my thought. He, like, sounds so much more mature than he yeah. did ever before. And, and he, like, like, dresses up. But you yeah, know like, you know his dad is gonna screw so him. Upset. You know that whole scene, because you're like, you've had too much growth, it's time to kick you while you're down or whatever yes. like but so the end was great. so he gets taken this is this is that episode so we can talk about it and okay. uh, bba comes to his rescue I was that scene with the two of them amazing. talking in the amazing. like convenience yes, store in the was gas station. oh my god so hard she's like i have a plan okay yeah and then that's she like explains it all in her low voice and then I at the know. end it's like do you get the plan like just so it's perfect so perfect, so perfect, perfect delivery and isn't it that she has this money from the will yeah. from her yeah. brother and she just can't bring herself to use it because she said it's not about the money. I just can't. Because it's, then it's so final that he's gone. It uh, seems like Steve in some way does I remind her of her brother yeah. and like he had put on he, the like mm-hmm. ski suit or whatever it yeah. was when they were yeah. cleaning out his room. So yeah. And she started to really and care it about everybody. $50,000? It's $50,000. Yeah. But this is sort of a like dangling thread left at the end so she does get him away from the people taking him to Asheville. Um, and then he's just at school the next day, and his parents are cool with it. Is sort of unknowable. Like, but where does he? Like he went home. I don't think he went. I home. I think he went to the abandoned house to live. You no, know, well, <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, maybe for just for that night, and then yeah, you don't. Know. Or did or did BBA take him in? I I I had that thought too, but I think they'd tell us that's kind of extreme. And no, because I mean, she's moving at the end. Yeah, of she's the series. moving at the end. She's going. She she's going to go to like Northern California or yeah. something. So I don't know. So okay. that's maybe a little dangling thread of like, why are your parents okay with this? Or like, the school would be sued. The Asheville like boarding school thing, military school. Um, yeah. They, so let's see. They so kind of don't that's even clear it odd. up. Like what at that all. what that place even really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's I know it, it's, it's that firm. is a real thing actually where where parents for you their can, problems yeah, you, you can, can get them to, them to like, like come school. take and they come take out your kid in the middle of the night or whatever mm-hmm. to like really scare it's them a real like thing yeah. kind of like scared straight you know? yeah exactly but, like oh. it's actually Horrible, legit. So. <laughs> yeah I don't know but, I don't know about you guys but I through this series mm-hmm. I kind of determined that Steve is straight but in the beginning when he was angry at the other boys and like maybe <gasps> not paying attention to his girlfriend that much and I thought maybe he's like hating maybe bisexual on these, like, <laughs> or I thought he was like hateful to the chorus kid and stuff not just because he was interested in the girlfriend but I I don't know if he was like secretly yeah, some, gay some own identity problems that that could be true That's and funny. I thought maybe that Asheville place was like that like they're gonna beat the gay out of you or something uh, yeah no I did think the same thing too at oh. the beginning that, but I think it that, was short lived yeah that was and not then, really what they meant but I just thought like that went through my mind mm-hmm. as I was watching it because I was thinking of like, you know, well that's probably well, because and, of the current politics. And what and we get, I will say, during the scene with BBA and Steve and her like rescuing him, mm-hmm. they're both wearing blue. So just saying, um, so reality, so, so reality. it happened. Um, but then like right after that, they go back to the house to hear more story, and that's when he stabs her in the leg with a pencil. pencil. He stabs the OA and. There's a lot of weird stuff about that. It was he sort of like, acting out, and then she's like, "It's okay." But then he she does. She does the physical touch, right? Like her but therapist told her. She doesn't react even really to being stabbed in the leg, which hurts, right? Yeah, like, but like, she's been hurt so much that maybe yeah. But it even so, if you don't know it's coming, maybe it she is like he's the dog. 
Yeah, a little bit. He's like biting her, and she <laughs> and she's like holds him, and then like, he true. cries, and then I feel like that's when all of his anger and everything just like escaped his body. We mm-hmm. also get in this. Ooh. What that's we also what get I in this, like I I assume at the same time, BBA is like getting Steve back. Is when Prairie goes to I guess the Olive Garden yeah, or whatever with her with her parents Nancy and Abel. That scene and they was have that whole scene, <gasps> which was intense. great, honestly people have kind of talked about this but like I thought her mom slapping her was like a totally real reaction I thought I that too. was like totally in character and right like because she I hasn't also told, thought like what the hell she hasn't told her mom anything about what happened to her and then out of nowhere is like I'm the original angel like you sound insane and like I thought it was a totally real reaction yeah. to get slapped across the face. <laughs> and her mom was, like, so fine with her being medicated before, and so I think her mom... I just... Her mom just uh, didn't know where to go, I don't think. And I also don't like that the mom kept the note from the father. Oh! That also happened. So, you know... Because he asked at the beginning about the note. Right. And I'm like, oh, I was just... That, mm. did, that did make sense, though, because, at least just, like, character-wise, to me, it did make sense because... Their daughter went missing when she was 21. She's an adult. You know, it's not like your kid goes missing, Amber Alert sort of thing. It's she's an adult, so she might just be leaving home and never talking to you again. And so, like, if she had left a note, you don't get those resources of please find my kidnapped daughter. You don't because they're like, well, she left of her own accord. So I thought that was... I wonder now, looking back on it, is the note... Like, can we read more into what the note said? Do you know what it says? In the last episode. It well, it, it really she, showed at least that, like, her handwriting was really bad. <laughs> she was, like, it. But that's why it's... Well, so then I guess she can read written English if she wrote she her wrote name it. in She English. just said, I'm gonna go find my real father, so that's why the mom said she didn't want to show her, because she was like, you are her sure, father. I, I think that made... I, that makes perfect sense. And you don't... Like, they had obviously people looking for her while she had gone missing. That's why it was a big news story when she was found, mm-hmm. right? And, like... Oh, yeah. I just you found don't, another religious parallel, because people are looking for the father. Like, sure. The yeah. father. Yeah. Her father, the father. Okay, anyway. Well, so so I don't know. So it, to me it made sense that she didn't show the note, but yeah. it's obviously kind of cruel at the same time. But, uh... But I mean, she, I felt like her breakdown wasn't like, unnecessary. Like, it was very much necessary it was, it was real, to happen. Yeah. yeah. And oh, you mean the mother? Yeah. Yes. To have the breakdown in the restaurant, and because it just was probably super overwhelming for her to hear it all, and experience it all she just needed that moment and, it, and, and it, I think it was just extra escalated because it was like one of their first times that they went out in public yeah together. for sure and people are harassing them and kind so, of still. yeah and, and, and people are trying to come take a selfie with Prairie yeah. and it's just too much and, and, and I think the mom is just kind of looking around like what's happening to my family yeah what's you know, and it's more escalated because they're in public. She, like, doesn't have a hold on any anymore. Like, mm-hmm. her family is just, like, she just doesn't know. She doesn't. What we also see, which is, I kind of missed it until, like, some other fans pointed it out to me, but also just in this episode, Buck is um, walking to the house, I think, to hear more of the story, and walks by a car accident? <gasps> yeah. Okay, did this stick out to you? It, it stuck didn't. out to I me. totally missed it. I, no, it stuck I out don't to remember me. now. No, it stuck out to me so much. Because it kind of echoes what Rachel in captivity said about losing her brother in a car accident, and there's some weird, like... There's, like, a red backpack. There's some weird stuff. It's just actually strange. Sorry, I interrupted. No, no, no. No, no, no. I really don't have much to, like, because it just did stick out to me. But then, like, he didn't mention it when they they were there. And so I was like, okay, don't know what that was supposed to symbolize. I'm not exactly sure. At first, I thought it was um, 
Alfonso's mom, maybe? Oh, like, yeah. in a car accident, but then, like, oh, that Alfonso's like, story. Oh, I loved oh, his character yeah. so oh, much. His family and... His mom. I oh. certainly thought mm. he was going to get, like, outed, because he is taking some kind of drugs, and now he got the oh, scholarship. I, I, yeah. thought, I thought that was going to become a problem a and lose thing. your scholarship, yeah, and it just it wasn't addressed no. now, which is fine. And I, I think that people... um that our fans of the show, uh, myself included, think it's really cool that Buck is played by an actual actor that is going through a transition. You know what I, I heard about this, um, and what I, what I heard in an interview from the creators, which is Britton Zoll, um, they uh, they had written this for specifically a 14-year-old F to M trans Asian American, and the casting director was like, we're never going to find that person. Um, so which things can you lose off that like list? And they were like, none of them. Nothing. It has to and be And they that. found that's someone, awesome. which I was like, yes. And that's, to me, again, one other point of, like, network TV would never even bother. They'd be like, let's just make it a something totally different. Some you know, struggle. like any, any Yeah. But it's yeah. Uh, Ian Alexander, such an incredible performance. Yeah, so good. So Amazing. real. Because you just feel like you know that kid, you know? Like, yes. just sensitive. And, and, like, and, oh. that, and that, you know, Buck is going to get the drugs just for that reason. Like, that's why... Yeah, so know, he has a sacrifice he, for sure. He's in that line of people... Like, I, like I need the hormones be. and the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess I could just get this today. Like, and it's, a, it's, you know... I think each of these five has either a secret like that or something that they're going through, a big transition, yeah. literally a transition, or yeah. a transition <laughs> of, like, some a, a family member that just died. Or Sure. So let's go in to the last episode while we have some time remaining. Yeah. The Invisible Self. So what happens... Wow. How did we go through this whole thing so quickly? I know. I, there's I a lot. Know. There's so much, obviously, like that couldn't so be much. called. But like, there's more that I'm going to want to say even after the show. I know. I know. I'm be like, uh, okay. Oh, let's get, <laughs> let's okay. get to it. So we got the sheriff's wife in the Hap captivity story. So we have the sheriff's wife <gasps> come through. And like that was really good because you see the sheriff come into Hap's house and you think, like, they're rescued. Yes. It's over now. Oh. And then he is Not just as terrible. All. And I really liked that exchange between her and Homer over the woman, you know, with yes. ALS on the bed. Is that, that what she had? Yeah. Yeah. She okay. had ALS. And, and that's what uh, I just really liked the sort of exchange of like, let's just not do it, you know, which is what you would yeah, think. Like, like, no, we'll why just... would we help you sort of thing? And like, then we're not who we say we are. It was really good, like, keeping them inside their mm. own logic, even if it's all fake and they're crazy. Like, that's perfectly logicked through, you know what I mean? So I really liked that exchange. And then they mm -hmm. do it, and they get the last movement from her, right? And they, like, heal her. And doesn't she say that mm -hmm. someone told me when I was younger that I was going to help two angels? Yes. Evelyn did say that, and when she said that, oh, I was just like, thank you. Yes. That was amazing. Yeah, was she good. said it. And they help her, but then she dies. She so gets shot she gets with sh the oh, sheriff. I was so well, pissed. here's an interesting thing. So, once they have completed five movements cuz she gave it to them, right? The last the one. The last one isn't it with the eyes? Something yeah, with that. Like you'd go down she gets something. shot. The only other time they seem to really complete it the OA gets shot. Uh -huh. So, maybe <laughs> it's not so good to do it. <laughs> well, I was wondering if the five movements really just are helping people move on move on to the afterlife. Mm. Yeah. Could be. The so, movements are that movement. 
movement. So too. the big thing, obviously, is that the thing she's had a premonition about this whole time ends up being a school shooter, which they did sort of pepper through the earlier episodes. There's like a news report on the radio about a shooter in a mall, and they didn't catch the person. And it's just like in the background they of scenes. They did pepper it through. Yeah. Okay. Which is good, which like, and to me, a lot of people have been pretty frustrated, I think, with the end. I really think yeah. going to school shooter was like jumping the shark, kind of, but I thought it was... Kind was, of right and it was very current. Like so terrifying. It the way that so they made that very scene. terrifying. And like, I, coming over that hill, so oh, scary. I and I didn't oh, like you. You didn't see him. You just right. Which to me indicates in his, oh, who is he? But uh, uh, yeah. So that that was uh, high and, emotion. Like it worked on me. And like, all of the different characters that had been with her through this whole process, they were. This is the episode where they start to think she wasn't even telling the truth. Right. Yeah. Cause, right. Because so the books we yeah, got to talk about because he found the book. French finds the box of Amazon books. Oh, There's a lot. So much. But here's the thing: like that to me doesn't say very much at all because a she doesn't have any money. So how did she order books online? But maybe her parents did it. Okay. Maybe her parents were they ordering the books. They don't look like they've been read. They look brand new. Sure. And it's like they do. A little too on the nose on some of them. You know. Three, why is the FBI guy That's in her house? That's literally what I was about. Why was he in the house? There's no what? reason. There's no, there's no, I think we're supposed to assume he planted the box of books there to discredit her story. Oh. Oh. See, it but made me have... think the complete opposite. Like, is he real? <laughs> I just real. was yeah, so Yeah, and then he hugs, he hugs Alfonso, which but is super Alfonso weird. But then Alfonso looked in we the have... mirror and it was Homer. We have Alfonso what? discovering the books, and then he looks in the mirror, and the reflection is Homer, which is interesting because yeah, I'm not earlier, sure what to make of that. That beer that you said it yeah. means mirror, mirror maker, yeah, mirror maker. So I think I think maybe maybe uh, it could just mean that yes, all of those five characters in Crestwood are supposed to be parallels of the five mm-hmm. people. in Captivity. Sure, but so then so then if we're given one, and that Alfonso is Homer, who does that leave the rest as? I'm not really sure. <laughs> like I don't know either. But it's but um but so I think the books were planted I think yes, I'm so definitely think, of the I mean, opinion that, makes that sense. there's no but because here's the other thing is a couple of the shots of one in particular it might be in episode 7 of all the group walking up to the abandoned house to like go to story uh-huh. time or whatever like <laughs> story you know time. At, it's it's some it's some scene after it's been happening for a while yeah. and so it like shows them meeting outside instead of just like in the space mm-hmm. already there's so many shots that are from the interior of the house but you see everybody outside walking up so mm-hmm. no one's in the house yet but it's clearly shot the way they shoot stuff to be like someone's watching you from this house so you think it's FBI inside. agent? Maybe because he didn't even seem concerned he like knew who Alfonso was kind of already yeah. like a lot of stuff that it didn't seem like she told him he kind of already knew so I really don't buy that he's FBI I think there's something else going like on Like a connection? Like he... And it, and it must be noted that all of the people that are going to these meetings every night have to leave their door open. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. That I, scares me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that's about, but it's also, again, with the biblical references, it's like to avoid a plague, you have to put right. something over your door. Right. Put the blood, of the, yeah. the blood of the lamb over the door, I think right. it was. And so it, there's a parallel of, like, avoiding a plague. I don't know... 
avoiding danger, avoiding but, something but at the one, door. But one thread on that is, like, Buck's dad closes their door. And yeah. that's never addressed, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like nothing bad happens yes. to Buck. So. Yes, I was wondering what that means, because he does close the door. So maybe nothing. Yeah, and also, like, it was, I think it was, like, at the very beginning, the mom is reading the notes from the doctor, and she's like, they say that you can't ever shut your door. Um, oh, yeah. She's like, but oh, we're yeah. just going to go with you can't lock your door. Oh, good call. That's a really and good And then one. later, <laughs> later, Abel physically removes the door. the door yeah. off. Yeah, that's interesting. And, like, even at the very first episode, she's filming her old dollhouse and, like, records her opening the front it's door so of the creepy, dollhouse. It's so creepy, the dollhouse. Oh, Is my it? God. Wow, you are easily creepy. <laughs> I mean, after being held captive, though, I don't think I would want to have a door shut. I would want to feel yeah. like I can go be anytime, open and, right? and, and this, like, leave. Uh, right. This, and there has to be something that's very significant about the fact that there's this neighborhood that never got finished. Yeah. And this cool house, setting. Really and interesting. And this house that never got finished. Yeah. And this story. There's like maybe the story never, never got, got finished or something. There's something un, well, unfinished. Even- ooh. Unfinished business <laughs> movements moving on <laughs> to the afterlife. Well, true. Well, so even speaking of unfinished very stories, true. the parents break up this last story time, kind of. She kind of got to the end of like, she says that Hap leaves her. And drives away, which mm-hmm. is odd. Leaves her on the side of the road, right? Yeah. The and the then, road. but and she's standing, telling her story with a knife, and all the parents kind of walk in and happen upon everybody here, and just take her out, and she doesn't put up any resistance. She just yeah. like is let out and like I a forget, child. Why kind does of. she have a knife? I don't know. I don't it wasn't know. clear. It, it was like a, a prop to the story. But what's interesting is because we didn't see too much of her while narrating stories of other scenes. We watched the scenes unfold, but this was like, so maybe she had a lot of props. Because he like, while she was Hap, like held a know. knife to her. Yeah, and she's like, I could feel so, the steel on my I neck or something. I think it was just supposed to add but so, But so then everybody walks in and she's like cut off some of her clothing yeah, and is holding a knife yeah. and they're like, this is bad for my teenagers or whatever. Yeah, of course. Sure. So, um... But yeah, so that was odd. So she just let let them go. She has an ankle monitor on the next yeah, time. Yeah, I was we about see to say, her. was she on house arrest? Like, and their house was for sale. Yeah, it's really really and she unclear. Was back on medication or something because she said to her dad. But then her she, dad lets her run out the door because she like had the dream and she. Yeah, but why the, why does he believe her? Does he believe her? Mom doesn't. I think he wants to believe. Her. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think he's more supportive than the mom, or yeah. he just so. We have to get to this scene at the school. We do. But we... Uh, so we get, like... So everyone's kind of sort of assimilated back into their actual friend groups. They're not, like, hanging yeah, out with each other so anymore. Yeah, so sad to see. So it was kind of real, right? Like, but, yes. They weren't but friends. But they were broken up because of the parents breaking up that meeting, do you think? Is that... I oh, just think... It's kind of good. But, oh, like, yeah, yeah story's over, like they didn't so believe, like, they're not they're hanging out like, anymore. Whatever. And they saw the books. French showed them the books he found, so they kind of don't so. believe. And, rem- oh, I just remembered earlier, there's a different teacher at the school that notices, why are all those kids together... I, yeah, I don't yeah. Understand. and then he had a high ring. school dynamics. Yeah. They don't. He had a ring, like Homer had a ring. And the they, teacher did. Yeah, yeah, and they went up on it because he like played with yeah. it. Yeah, there's something really weird if you go back and just watch that teacher yeah. in all his scenes. There's he's some like really weird stuff him. about that. And he's the one. He tries to get BBA that, to come with him. That when and leave. that when Prairie the OA comes to pretend yeah, he's to be like, the stepmom, don't he's like, I know you? Oh, don't I know you? And, he, and she says, oh, yeah. But that, to me, that I never considered just because, like, yeah, she's all over the news because she just got rescued. Yeah. And maybe know? there's I don't more know, that to te- that character. I, really I think there might do. be. 
There might be. So, and he's trying to get BBA to come with him, and she, I don't know how, kind of knows, go to the cafeteria. She She says, my my boy. She senses it. She senses something. And like, but to me, even (sighs) before it starts, that shot of just Mm. everyone's under the tables, and everyone is like getting each other's eye. I know. Like, it was so epic. And the emotion and everything, I just like. And they oh, were like, like, please, I don't please know if do I it, believe guys. any of this anymore, but I'm just, I can't too. not do it. To me, yeah. and to me, I was like watching it and I was kind of scoffing, but I was like crying at the same time. So they all like stood up and did it. I was like, oh, they're all going to get shot. I know. But I it thought still so worked too. on me. I was just like, oh, it's a super sad ending. I don't mean, like, I don't mean, I, I actually was hoping to believe it. I think the characters themselves weren't sure if they still right, believe right, it. Right, right, for, sure. I mean. yeah. mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. And, and then they good. So they like, do it. Amazingly it. shot. It looks, it I mean, we're all, so we're all on good. the right page with, like, liking the modern dance. So I loved it. I thought, I like, loved the it. whole thing. Well, the really, reason, everyone was so committed, like, oh. one point. And it was so fast and whatever. And then when it got to the last movement, it was how they, slowly they did it. Oh, and then it yeah. was shot. And I was like. The thing is. Oh, my God. The thing, if you watch it again and can get past your emotion which I think is hard because it was amazing um, none of the other students seem like they can see that happening I know especially I thought, afterwards are you, are you afterwards serious? when like the shooter's been taken out by the like cafeteria employee and all the students are like comforting each other or like looking at each other it's like that never happened because that would be the thing you would talk about like everyone stood mm-hmm. up and friggin danced yeah, and I was that ex- is so dumb I was <laughs> expecting like one of the friends do you think they're to, like, all grab. angels I don't know. I don't know what to think. Here's the thing. Like, and do you think that people can even see them? Here's the thing. But then they I have conversations of, with other students. My ultimate, other. my ultimate thought is that I kind of believe a lot of elements that we even have evidence maybe aren't perfectly true. But to mm. me, I kind of am okay with thinking about it like the multi-universe theory and there's a lot of other threads Dimensions. going. I kind of think mm-hmm. so. And like someone, someone made the point that I kind of liked that like without intervention and like kind of growing Steve would have been the shooter and I was like we don't see the shooter's face the shooter could be like Steve you know Steve and, in an alternate reality that is right. so good I, oh, I, and to I, me, think I never thought that oh, and that I don't know so why good. I yes. really I really like that and I, I like I don't know why to me it doesn't seem like the cop out of like it was all a dream or yeah. whatever but I like just like there's all these threads to me it feels like the creator's know everything, planned it all out. I do, There too. aren't accidents. Like, yeah. Oh, no. They're, they're, and I think there's going to be a second season. Oh, for sure. So, but I've it got, hasn't I, been announced, but right? I have, so. It has not been announced, but I have got to talk about the ending. Right, what the What are end. your theories? Because in the ending, the OA gets shot, get much shot. like the woman with the sheriff's right, wife right. with ALS. She gets shot. So they both get shot. And she, and I, mm. I think... This is just a theory, but I think that she's finally crossed over. Sure. She's not going to come back anymore. Well, and yeah, then we get that last shot of her. Shot. And she says, Homer. But where does it look like she is? To me, it looks like she's in Homer's NDE place. It looks like white he, clinical mental hospital or whatever yeah. it was. But also with Steve running after the car, just like OA ran Take after with you. the car. Or and literally car, said the totally. same thing. It's honestly the exact Ooh, same I forgot thing. that she That's ran really after good. Hap's car. Yeah, That's and, really and they good. both say the same thing. They're like, take me with you. Yeah, that is good. Oh, that's good. And you do hear the whoosh uh, yeah. when when the like ambulance door closes that Hap talks about mm, much earlier. I when he heard people know. die and there was a sound. Yes. And it sounds like Steve heard that when it sounds like the OA 
left her body or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. So oh my god, there's so much. Uh. In my this heart show, hurts now. I, I mean, what are your predictions? If we do get a season two, Coming what would happen? TV predictions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I guess I'll start. Yeah, I, I feel like there almost can't be a season two. There, I want there to be, sure. but it's so wrapped up to me. I mean, I like that there's like a question at the end of what if and yeah. what. Me does too. This mean? I think it's perfect without um, another follow up. But I. I I love that you kind of don't know, yeah. and I love that she's looking for Homer, and and that it looks like she... I don't remember her being in the Homer NDE experience. I remember her surrounded by the stars again. Maybe I'm just remembering No, I think it's it. an all-white background. It's an all-white background, and it's just a straight shot of her. Okay. And Isn't she looks different, too. She, like, has makeup on for the first time, kind of. And is she wearing of? that wolf hoodie? Was she? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, in my in my theory, I, I, I think that she, in my mind, when I watched it, I felt like she finally crossed over. She finally is in the afterlife, and that was her death because it goes along with the, the woman earlier. Because right. I think they had that storyline in there to indicate, well, this is what happens when they do all the movements. Sure. And what do you think, Sarah? I mean, I just feel so many things. <laughs> and I mean, I just want all my answers to be answered, but I do not think that's <laughs> going to happen because it's not going to be a good show if that's the case. I agree. Um, I totally agree. So I think I would be happy. I want them to have success and everyone's a great actor, so I'd watch a season two, but I don't think it needs it because it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to know what happens to all their other captives. For sure. Yeah, that's, I mean, the biggest question, yeah, maybe. So there's a lot of hanging threads, a lot of unanswered questions. Um Thank you so much for tuning in. There's obviously so much more to cover. I found some great theories on the subreddit of the OA. If you guys are diehard fans, check it out. Uh, make sure you subscribe to After Buzz and check us out on iTunes. Rate, like, and subscribe and check us out on YouTube. I am Haley O'Connor. You can find me on Twitter at Haley O'Connor. Let them know where they can find you. I'm Sarah Serio. You can find me at Sarah Serio on Twitter. And I'm Amanda Fields. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Runway Queen. Thank you so much. We will talk to you soon. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.